Hey guys, we are back living the authentic life and this guy I am so excited to welcome. His name is Miles Yachts. He also goes by Ron, Primetime, and so many other cool names. <laughs> but we met years ago at the Vail Dance Festival. And if you guys follow me, you know that I'm always in Vail and I love to dance. And this guy is so cool. We have had so many great conversations and there's been moments when I'm like, this is exactly what a podcast would be. We should do a podcast. So here we are. He came to H-Town to hang out with us. Yes, we're lit. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. We're clean, we're cool. And Bella's yeah. embarrassed by me all the time. But she did. Okay, so again, if you follow our stories, Rob and Johnny Dang did yeah. his incredible TikTok, which is the walkthrough. And Rob doesn't have rhythm, but he tried really hard. And Bella even posted it on her story. So now Rob's like, y'all want my autograph? You can come yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny. That was the funniest. It was yeah, so yeah. cool. But um, we are living the authentic life. It has been a great summer filled with so much. Uh, we did a little travel, but it's still different. And COVID is like still a real thing. We yeah. missed seeing yeah. you last year at the Vail Dance Festival. We couldn't even get together. And this year seemed even more special. I feel like that's the greatest benefit mm -hmm. of COVID is that like just a daily thing of seeing someone and sitting here with you right, right, right. is like so much joy. We're choosing joy. So tell us about your path. You're a dancer, but you're also this incredible raging TikToker. Yeah. You're a singer. Like you came from Memphis, mm -hmm. but I read in your bio, you were one of the only people that was dancing in your hometown. Well, I, I'll say uh, mainly it was more like um, the style. in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah, got like it. pretty much like I had a few friends that, you know, would like do the dance style in my neighborhood, but also like I just saw the vision for it. I was like, I see myself elsewhere than Memphis. So yeah. me and Lil Buck decided to go to LA and we moved in, you know, decided to take Memphis Chicken to Los Angeles and do our thing out there. So Memphis Chicken, Chicken, mm -hmm. not Chicken, yeah. J-O-O, yeah. And it started off from Gangsta Walking. So it, it evolved from Gangsta Walking into Chicken. So there's like a lot of great history behind Chicken. Um, okay. Like before, you know, it became Chicken. So yeah. It's so cool. So to, the way I describe it to people, because I'm not in the dance world and I'm not in the TikTok world, it's like Michael Jackson with another level modern. Right, more smooth, more intricate footwork, and like, I don't know, it's a freestyle-based dance. And you know, you just do what you feel, musicality, uh, wordplay, creativity, like all these cool cool things that, you know, that makes it way better. <laughs> so your family, um, they really influenced you too. Tell us about your relationships there. So like my dad, my dad's a producer, and he influenced me with music. So. When I was a kid, I was always in the studio with him. Mm -hmm. And I would just like listen to music and like he played beats and stuff. And I just like play around, but I never thought to dance. You know, I was just always listening to music and I liked what I heard. So um, later on, years down the line, I, I, you know, 
I started seeing so many people, you know, do Memphis Jooking, and I'm like, yo, that's cool. I wanna, I wanna dance now, you know. So actually, I started out doing hip hop, you know, and right after that, um, you know, I branched off into Jooking, and I just started learning, and you know, uh, Lil Buck is one of the influencers that uh, that actually, you know, started off showing me like footwork, leading on to Caviar, and, and you know, once once I met them, I started becoming around, like coming around like the OGs of Jooking. Uh, like the gangster walkers and stuff, like shout out to Quincy and Tall Chris and everybody else, Mike Moe. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, I started learning, watching and learning, and that's how I ended up getting good at it and decided to move to LA. So the thing that really made me even go to a show with you dancing is you guys were dancing with members of the New York City Ballet. Mm -hmm. So it's so interesting to see, and that's what I love so much about the Vail Dance Festival, is that you're melding all these different crafts together right. in this incredible way. And our entire business model is based on collaboration. And I think that's really been such a big part of what I see that right. makes you interesting and different than another guy on TikTok right. or another guy that's rapping. I mean, one of my favorites was you and Tyler Peck. Yeah. And then she was like going on Tyler Peck's an amazing ballerina with the New York City Ballet. But she was rocking it. Yeah. But then yeah, her yeah. style to go off the stage was more like she was yeah. a ballerina. I, I think, you know, like, when, when dancers collaborate, first, it's, it's always good to kind of step outside the box uh -huh. within your style. You yes. know, like, if, we, if I do jooking, you know, and we're always dancing to rap music, you know, we put it to classical music, how would that look like? You know, yes. and then we, you know, we pair with somebody who does ballet, how would that look like? And, you know, and that's, that's, the, that's the greatness behind the art. You know, it's like you can create, Absolutely. you know, these, these, these routines and these numbers that can be just so beautiful with within what you what you do, you know, the style of things. So. Okay, so kids out there, we grow up and we're like, okay, I grew up saying, I want to be a dancer. Uh, for me, it was, I was on drill team, so I thought about being a Kilgore Rangerette, and we're going to take pictures, but like, these mm -hmm. Rangerettes in Texas, they wore yeah. those little boots and you did the high stepping. But how many people can really make a living doing what they love? Like, you have come to this place, mm -hmm. You're from Memphis. You moved to LA. You're mm -hmm. doing things in Vail with. Mm -hmm. I mean, how did you like? What a lot of commitment, mm -hmm. a lot of focus. Like, yeah. how did you transform what you loved into a career? I, I think it's, it's 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 more so like me believing in myself. It's just knowing that I have no limits. It's just like I have the ability to do what I want, you know, and. As long as you think like that, you can make these things happen. You know, you can always go further than you think. You know, it's just, you just have to apply yourself and always believe that whatever you want to make happen, you can make it happen. Okay, so when I was in college, I was a pizza girl. I served pizzas. When mm -hmm. I lived in Vail in the summers, I was like serving work to con lunch to construction workers. Like, mm -hmm. do you ever have other jobs or you've just been able to do this? Well, I um, <clears throat> I had other jobs before I made it. Made it, yeah. You know? And I, I'll say like I felt like those jobs wasn't for me. You yeah. Know? I, I I don't like putting coupons on the door for a pizza company. Like yeah, I feel exactly. like that's not me. You know, I'm like, okay, I, I, something I, something has to give. You know, 
um, I but started working. But you did it to yeah. get to where you are. Yeah, because it was you just have to, to like, pay the bills. Exactly. So you know, even at the time, like I, I was staying with my my grandmother. You know, so it's just like me as a young a, a young guy. You know, working a job. I think about saving, but I'm also like, I just want to live my life, you know? Yeah. I want to buy what I want, you know? So, you know, once once real life hit me when I'm getting out of high school, I'm like, okay, now I got to make a decision. Now I got to make something happen. So I decided to move to L.A. You know, I had already got a taste of L.A. when I was, uh, I say like my 12th grade year in high school. Uh-huh. Like, I came to California and, and won this dance competition. and. After that, I was like, yo, California's different. California's crazy. That's where I want to be. And I was talking to Lil Bug, who was in class, who was like, yo, we need to go to LA. Who was like, yo, let's make a promise. If I make it, you make it. And Aww. we both kept that promise. And to this day, we still like tight. We still working. We still making, making money together. We still like creating art together and just like doing it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I met these guys the first time at an autograph booth and Vail, <laughs> because yeah, you guys yeah. were there, and I came up, I'm like, hi, I'm the Vintage Contessa. I'm yeah. so glad to meet you guys. Yeah. And of course, I did it as if I was having introducing Bella, but really, I was the one that was <laughs> starstruck. I was like, oh my god, you guys are so cool. Yeah. I love you. So, um, Swagged out, too. But you guys really have, like, you make an effort to help the kids. I love, so I posted one of my pictures and posted on stories, you guys like teach the kids. You did yeah. some things outside that you did that. Mm -hmm. But one of my favorite things we do in Vail is celebrate the beat. And yeah. it helps kids. So yeah. tell a little bit about that program. So um, for the years that we was uh, coming to Vail, like we, we like me and Buck, I always love working with the kids. Like, uh -huh. We even worked with the kids back home, you know, at elementary yeah. schools. We was with you dig Jukin Academy and we would go, you know, teach, uh, you know, joking to the to the younger kids and stuff uh -huh. like that. So it was already like, you know, we already got the feel of it. We was already in the mindset. So even, you know, to come to Vail and, and to, to work with kids and like celebrate the beat. First of all, it was a lot of kids. Yeah, tell them. Like, I think 500, right? Yeah, like, or a few hundred. So many. It, it's around that number. It's, and it's if most of them are kids that have not taken dance classes exactly. ever or been exposed to it. And even yeah. though it's Vail, Colorado, yeah. people think everybody has money there. But yeah. a lot of the people that are there yeah. working on the mountain and working yeah. in service yeah. live in places that are trailer parks, yeah. multiple people per home. Yeah. So they've never had the chance to even dance. Right. In which, in which, you know, like for the, for some of the kids like who are in the class that you know they be become shy or whatnot. Yeah. It's it's just to see them transition from shyness to being open and having fun, and yeah. that's what it's about. You know, getting out of your comfort zone and being able to see, you know, the the potential in yourself. And I think that every time we, you know, we t we work with celebrate the beat already, like. Um, you know, they already do a good job with like working with the kids because they have them like very disciplined yes. and and they listen and they're ready. Mm -hmm. So when we come in, it's an easy it's an easy task for us. So we just teach and, you know, we just make them, you know, uh, uh, comfortable and bring out the high energy in them. And we we have fun. You know? So you brought up the word discipline. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a dancer, you are incredibly disciplined. And when we were planning this, you were saying you had something else the night before, but you, after it was finished at one or two in the morning, you were going to drive here. And I said, how could you do that? And you're like, because I don't drink 
yeah. the whole time I'm doing something and I just do what I have to do. And I right. think people look at the fun side and right. they say, oh, you're living this rock star lifestyle. Yeah. But I mean, I remember when we had lunch in Vail, you were like, yeah. I can't even, I had to soak my feet. I have blisters all over them. So right. talk a little bit about that part of it. So I, I think, you know, when, when, when dealing with your artistry, there's, there's a level of professionalism you have to have for yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to, you know, you have to understand that the do's and the don'ts, you know, and when to do this and when not to do it. You know, it's, it's you know, when we out there rehearsing and everything, you know, I want to be able to be focused for the next day. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to prepare my body for the next movement that I'm about to do. So I always like to, you know, take care of myself after I'm a long okay. day of rehearsal, you know. Okay. Um, let's say, for instance, if, you know, if there's a club night and there's a performance the next day, you know, all right, cool. Well, for, for say, for instance, you know, being in Dallas and I have to perform and then I'm like, yo, I'll come straight here right after, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too wasted. I don't want to drink too much. So I want to be able to get to where I need to be so I can focus on my next you know, gig or whatnot. So I always tell myself, like, no, it's, you know, you don't have to always be rock star at 110%. You just have to, you know, know when to do it and when not. Because it is an art. Yeah, yeah, it is an art. So I just, you know, I always like to just, I don't know, how can I say it? It's like, balance. Yeah, balance, I feel yeah, like, I, and yeah, I, th yeah. I really see that yeah. in you. Because, um, and then let's talk about, so, you're known for dance, but yet you started as singing and then you created this walk through rap. Mm -hmm. And tell us how you and Boss, Timothy, came up with this journey that you're on right now with over yeah. a million yeah. TikTok views. So the crazy thing is, um, you know, me and Boss, me and Boss has, has, we have oh, like, like, sorry. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> I think he's the boss. So we have, you know, we have this, uh, you know, I, I actually met him through a friend of mine who's a songwriter. Uh -huh. She brought me to the studio to meet him. And I played some records for him. And at that time it was just like, you know, um, you know, it, it wasn't going so well for him. You know, he was dealing with a lot. And he was like, yo, I'm not trying to sign another artist right now. So, you know, disrespect it and that's that on that mm -hmm. me I'm like okay cool you know but I still stuck around you know I just mm -hmm. always you know kept coming around him, you know and um, you know whenever he work on something if I had ideas I just you know write it down or whatnot and then we ended up like some time passing we ended up working on a song together and, um, and he was like you know what let's like work on the artistry together so we did like three years of artist development such as like uh, songwriting, you know, how to how to create a song or whatever, uh, placements and all this all this crazy stuff that's in the music world. So uh, three we did, years, yeah, three three People years of artist development. You yeah. just came out and you made it. You're like, no, no, no. It took it took time. It took time because it's you know you have to know music. You know, you have to you can't just jump out there and be like, oh, this is this. You know, yeah, you can freestyle all day and you know freestyle on a beat, but what if somebody wants you to write an actual song for them. That's your bag. You know what I'm saying? That's how you make more money and mm -hmm. build your business, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, he, he taught me a lot. He mentored me a lot on, on, on the music tip. And, uh, and I just applied that 
you know, with dance and, and fashion. And, you know, the crazy thing is I started acting before I even started doing any of this. So, yeah, so tell us some about your acting gigs because you've yeah. done some commercials. Yeah, well, like mostly, mainly <laughs> I took like like theater and stuff uh -huh. like that. And I took some acting classes. Uh, I audited some acting classes with Lil Buck at LA Acting Academy. So, um, you know, I've always, I've always felt like I have so many different characters to me. And it's just like uh -huh. I can easily tap into that. Plus, I have a voice. I have a unique voice, like a commercial voice. You so, you know, yes, uh, an announcer voice. So. You need to be on the radio. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've always, you know, just felt felt like I was different in it. And, you know, I, I always felt like I was gifted. So I just recognized that and just, you know, started applying myself to, to each talent and working on each talent. But whatever my strong point is and how what I make money from, that's what I mainly focus on. Okay, you I know. love that. I want to go back to that. You see yourself as gifted. Mm. And I am, um, I'm writing a TED talk, so I love that you, oh, um, it. yeah, it's not like Ted called me and asked me to write a talk, but I'm okay. writing about living the authentic life. And one thing I really want for Bella, and I've really researched, is feeling worthy, or feeling like you have value, or having enough confidence in yourself. Mm. So to feel that you're gifted, like where do you think that comes from? Because not every kid, feels that and sometimes just being successful is believing yeah yeah exactly how do you get that how where do you mm. think it comes from it, it it comes from it comes from just like your grandmother really, your family like were the, did they tell you you were gifted well the thing is like you have to see it in yourself first yep. you know you have to you have to the more you believe in yourself you make others a believer yeah you know and and i feel like you know there's always times, some, you know, sometimes we have self-doubt because we feel like we're not as good as those that we see that we're inspired by who's already, like, made it or successful or whatever. So once, you know, you find that, that inner belief within yourself, you project it out to others and others start believing in you. And they, that they energy, feel that confidence yeah. and they want to be around that. Yeah. And there's mm -hmm. so much of that. Um, Coco Chanel yeah. said if, um, that... Um, if you're not happy, she wasn't happy with who she was, so she created yeah. who she was. Yeah. And I think, we were talking about this at the office the other day, I think if you picture who you want to be and right. every day you choose behavior mm -hmm. that matches with that. Yeah. I want to be a fashion girl, so every day I dress like a fashion girl. Mm -hmm. I want to be a positive effect, so every day I have to choose positive over yeah. negative. Yeah. And you chose all these different things. So it wasn't that it happened to you. Right. It was that you made it happen because yeah. you put it out. Yeah, it's the in the universe. And once, yeah, once people like And they feel it. it. Yeah, yeah. And they, they they yeah, they they feel the excitement that comes from you. They feel the energy and confidence that comes from you. So it comes back to you and it makes you feel even better. It makes you feel like, okay, all right, I got something going. You know, yeah. so, and they believe it, oh okay, cool. I believe it even more. So therefore, I'm gonna I'm really go hard with it. And that's when you start seeing things and like out of nowhere, you just start getting like creative thoughts and you just become like more aware of mm -hmm. yourself and what you're trying to do, so. And the other thing that I love is that you said <coughs> when Bose told you he wasn't bringing anyone else on, it wasn't like you dropped him and moved on because you authentically wanted the connection and the creativity. So it wasn't just about, 
I'm going to have this relationship because I'm going to get something out of it. Right. That you were truly interested in your craft and what you were doing and how you move forward. And yeah. he believed in you. I mean, he's yeah. a Grammy Award winner yeah. working with you. And he yeah. said he wouldn't take anyone on and you right. got him to take you on. Yeah, just by sticking around, just by many years passing and just, you know, just being there, you know. Even through, through his hard times and my hard times, we always had each other back. And it's just like, that's where it counts at, you know. Um, I think, you know, once you have that type of energy with somebody, you know, it's like the universe rewards you. It's like, all right, God is like, you know, okay, I see y'all working hard, you know, and you've been dealing with this and y'all got each other's back. So, you know, I, I'm going to bless you with, with, with so much, you know, and I don't know, that's just what happens, you know. Like, we stuck together, and now look at us. I know. It's incredible. It's but I have to say, I meet a lot of different people, yeah. and I found you to be exceptional. And I, um, that's part of what this podcast journey is. When I meet people that are exceptional, I like to sit down and figure out kind of their path, and so much of the things are consistent. Right. Is that you have to believe in yourself, and mm -hmm. you have to push through even yeah. because you're so passionate yeah. about what you're doing that you're willing to do it even though you're not getting paid for it, right. you're not getting the accolades you think you yeah. deserve at the time for it, yeah. but you believe in the process mm -hmm. so much that you're just gonna do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the feel of it. It's just like, don't always think that you have to be paid for something, just do it out of love and the blessings will come back to you. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Okay, so you're here in Houston. Tell us about like kind of the next things that you have in the horizon. Like what do you have uh, coming up? Given that the world stays open, because LA yeah. is kind of, yeah. it's open again, right? Yeah, but is it, so so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of back and forth, but um, uh, after I leave Houston today, which I'm sad to leave today, <laughs> uh, I go back to LA. I have a few club hostings. I have a performance uh, Friday. Um, and uh, what else? I, I go to Dallas next weekend. Cool. So um, spending more time in our great state of Texas. Yeah, yeah. So they booked me for a few shows uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of next weekend. So I'll be going to do that. Um, then when I get back, I'm getting ready to shoot the walkthrough video. Uh, I'm going to release that. Then release another single uh, with another amazing challenge. Um, okay, so you've released it on TikTok, but it's not mm. officially like on where you could download the song. Oh yeah, it's everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So when yeah. you say you're making the video, what does that mean? Uh, shooting the actual music video for a walkthrough. Oh, yeah. got it. Yeah. I hope you're wearing that <laughs> Chanel necklace we gave oh, you yeah. in the video. This is hot. This is this is really. Okay, dope. so guys, wear pearls now. I oh, freaking yeah. love that. I mean. How cool is he? Yeah. Look at this. This was from the Contessa's collection. <laughs> yeah, I like these too. Yeah, really it looks yeah, really yeah. good together. All right, Thank so you. your style, like how mm. has that changed and developed over time? How do you like pick what, like are you always changing your hat? Is it, um, is that a big part of it? Uh, for the most part, like I'm always, I always like to look different. I always like to, you know, it just depends on what I feel for the uh -huh. day. If I feel comfy, you know, swaggy and comfy. If I yeah. feel like, you know, it's like a casual day, I might throw on something, something light, but it always uh -huh. have to accent with like a cool chain, a dope hat, or, you know, some type of accessory that's really dope. That's what adds on to the style for me. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm gonna tell Bella that. 
I got my dope hat on, fella. Yeah, <laughs> and you got your accessories. And, like, that's that's fly. That's, come on, man. I'm fly. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so one other thing that I also find really interesting is that um, you have people in your life that you trust mm -hmm. that have consistently been there for you. Yeah. And people sometimes say, oh, well, that you're just lucky. But mm. I believe that it's most of the time when you only have people in your life you trust, mm. it's because those are the only people you let stay. Yeah, yeah. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. So it's like, you know, through my journey, like I've always had people that, you know, that been in been in my corner, you know, always told me great, you know, great words like acknowledging like what I've been doing and you know just showing love even like whether it's like like financially or like just like motivational words that always been in my corner, you know, mm -hmm. even even like um, you know times where I always have like self doubt, you know, and like mm -hmm. negative thoughts. I I used to worry a lot, you know, and. I always had people that was in my corner It's like, yo, stop worrying, bro, because you, you ain't doing nothing but bringing more negativity into your life. You know, you, you just keep on doing the same thing. You're always going to see the same results, you know. So um, just by having those people, you know, back me up and be behind me, always encouraging me, kind of, you know, it, it helped me to see past those worries. It helped me to see past the negativity and to just understand that, you know, if I want better, I have to see better, think better, and surround myself around better. So I started applying myself to those, uh, to that, and, and you know, it just like because if me your a lot. tribe or your people are yeah. a big part of yeah. your yeah. success. And right. in fact, um, there's even something that I've read is um, about a group of people. Um, I believe it's in Japan, and when you're born, they give you these people that stay in your life mm -hmm. that are there to bounce off, and that's something else I've really found. So you could have made choices. I mean, there's probably people from your high school, I think back to people yeah. from my high school, that chose a different path. I mean, I was talking to a guy friend of mine the other day, and I found pictures of us. He's like, yeah, I think that guy's in jail. I'm like, how funny, you know, that guy's in jail, and mm -hmm. we're doing our choice. Yeah. Like, what do you think... Um, raising kids like how do you think we can keep kids going in the right direction and not choosing like that tribe or that group of people that lead them because we always have a choice on which way to go right right I think is I think is you know when you when you always like come around kids or you know you just so happen to be placed in front of them like always always try to guide them with uh, you know, positive thoughts and just, you know, let show them the right way, you know, mm -hmm. whatever they decide to do, you know, with their life as far as music, sports or anything, just always surround yourself around those who are like minded and your path would, you know, turn out better than you think because of, of the decisions you make, you know, it's all about the life decisions that you, you know, you create for yourself and like I, I I'm going like home September 10th, and I uh -huh. want to talk with some kids uh, from this old school, old Carver High School, uh -huh. and um, they have a program um, that they've created for kids to, uh, you know, be spoken to and be motivated, and to you know show them the 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 better way of thinking and the uh -huh. better way of doing, you know, to make better decisions for their life. Um, so, 
yeah, I'll, I'll be going to do that for them to show them. That uh, you can be cool. You can be and cool. And still make yeah. good decisions right. and good choices. Right, right. Because it's just like, at the end of the day, yeah, we get influenced like a lot by music, you know, but yeah. it's just like, okay, we, you know, we all been through a lot of things, but you don't have to actually, you know, if you're doing music, talk about it. You don't have to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Just like yeah. really move past that, that, that level of thinking and, and think higher. Okay, if, if I did this and I talk about it in my music, don't do it anymore. Use that as motivation to speak to the world, to, to, to reach them and show, you know, this is my story, mm -hmm. but this is how I'm thinking now and this is what changed my life. So therefore, anybody who get influenced by music, you, you see that and you can change your life just by making the adjustments of not doing what you're used to doing as far as like violence or, you know, whatever the case may be. It's so, so yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I grew up, I think you've met my dad. His name's Vito Cangelosi. That's so a cool, <laughs> that's a cool name. So there might have been some <laughs> anger in our family. There yeah. might have been like some stuff that came forward that yeah. I kind of had that um, venom in me that if somebody crossed me. So I've really been trying to work with Bella through that. Mm -hmm. And like it's hard when you're young because when somebody crosses you and you have self-confidence, you're like, oh no, right. I'm gonna bow up to you and I've right. told her you can't go after anger with anger right. and I think so much of um, what we're seeing today is just we've all had some sort of trauma growing up some mm -hmm. people much more than others right. so it makes sense that people feel anger but right. it's just hard to figure out how to <clears throat> vent it and what to do with it and how to change right. the world that we live in by choosing to be nice, it almost yeah, seems. Yeah, you know, this day and age, you don't want to be ran over, but you also, you know, you want to be the bigger person about it. You know, okay. you you don't want to just always strike when when anger, you know, when you feel angry or whatnot. Uh, there's always a better way of handling things. There's always a, a way of you know, toning down a situation and keeping it from escalating to being more than what it is. Mm -hmm. So I think just always catching it before it just, you know, escalates and always understand that everybody is different. Every human being is different. People do things differently. So you have to understand that, you know, we're all in, we're all the same in a way, but we're also different. You know, we think different, we do things differently. Say for instance, Texans, New Yorkers. Oh yeah. Everybody, you know, <laughs> that's different. They do things a certain way and or like a European person, you know, they may say something to you and you'd be like, Oh, are you coming at me like sideways? Because no, they don't mean any harm. That's just it's the way just their culture yeah. and the way they're accustomed to right. expressing themselves. Exactly. So sometimes you just have to understand people um, and how they do things. Now, if somebody is, you know, yeah, constantly nagging at you, you yeah. then you like, yo, like Chill out. But, yeah. You know. Chill out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. You have to. You have to just kind of like understand people and, and just move away from ignorance because some people that. just bring. That, I'm gonna use that. You know. That's my new quote. I'm gonna use from you. But yeah. to <laughs> on this one, you said something. Sometimes my piece is more important than proving my point. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather keep my peace than, than trying to prove something to you because sometimes, you know, you can't just talk to people, you know? So you just have to leave it alone. You can't, you can't get everybody to see what you understand. And um, I know it's a stereotype, but they say dancers and creative people are um, emotional <laughs> and dramatic. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure like you're working with other actors, other singers, you're yeah. in failure with people from all over the world, yeah. all walks of life coming together. Yeah. So I'm sure that can give an interesting cocktail sometimes. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I feel like, you know. I call it being too big yeah. for your britches. Yeah. That's the Texas know. version of it. It's like, don't Man. you think you're more special than me? <laughs> Yo, sometimes, you know, it's like, I, I, I don't know, it's, uh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh no, don't yeah. behave that way. Rain yeah. it in. <laughs> you know, I, it's just all about keeping it chill, man. That's, that's, that's what it's about, you know. Well, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you are so authentic. You um, seem like really uh, comfortable in your skin. And I mm. think, I mean, I think it took. I'm a lot older than you. I'm 53, so I think it took me a longer I you time. Was 30s, 36, 35. No, uh, Rob makes that up because he oh, wants okay. to act like he's with a young hot girl. Oh, okay. I'm not. <laughs> Rob, you the That's man. That's so nice. You the you, man, Rob. Rob. We love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. No, he's with me, and yeah, I'm 53. But good. so it took me longer to feel comfortable, and I also had this 22 career year career. I don't even know if you knew this with my family business and the marble and granite business. So I'm literally mm -hmm. celebrating my 10th anniversary as the vintage contestant. So I decided, yeah, let's go. I know. So I decided at 40 that I was going to reinvent myself and become yeah. who I really always wanted to be. Yeah. Um. But it's it's hard, and yeah. and so I had to kind of dig deep and figure out like what is that? Because I had been who my dad wanted me to be, who my mom wanted mm. me to be, who Rob wanted me to be, and then how could I be who I was? Like, what? How do you? How did you get to this place that you can be authentic and comfortable in your skin? Because mm. it, it's hard to kind of figure that out. Yeah, it is. It is. You've got all these things pulling on you, like your yeah. friends and your family and. Yeah. your career and like to keep balance and then yeah. you like your body is yeah. your health of your body yeah. i can put the health of my body off but your body is how you make money right right yeah i i feel like you know i i as as someone that's that's created a dope artistry for himself i feel like it took time to see what i'm doing mm -hmm. to actually take in what i'm doing and really move forward with what I like to do now. Uh -huh. You know, once I created a, a, a love for dance for myself, it's just like, okay, I keep practicing at it. But I was also like, yo, there's so many dance styles. What do I do? Uh -huh. How do I become great? You know what I'm saying? At dancing in general, you know? Um, because I, can you do, are you about, could you do ballet moves? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, look, you know, I, I feel a like you could do anything. You certainly can tap. And then, yeah. I mean, jazz is what, that's yeah. what I took tap ballet and jazz. You know, <laughs> when I, I actually, my first tap piece was with 
Michelle? Dorans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Michelle Dorans. It was with, or it was with her. I Dorans. say I'm all wrong. I think that's right, Dorans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Michelle, we love you. Mash! <laughs> so, yeah, um, so yeah, that's that was my first time actually tapping with, with her. And, you know, it. You made it, was, it look like you'd done it from the time you were a kid. Yeah, that was stretch. Did it stretch you? Yeah, do you know, I still have the notes in my phone from when I first did her piece. I and love I that. And I literally was like, all right, I come in stage right, I leave stage left, then I come back in doing the crawl right after Bill. No. So like, and yeah, and every time, every time I went on side of the stage, I pulled my phone out my pocket and I'm like this, all right, this next, all right, cool, 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 come on. And because I didn't want to mess up a performance. Oh yeah. I didn't want to look crazy. So therefore, I did what I needed to do to make this thing successful. And, you know, she didn't understand it until afterwards. But I had to save myself, Michelle. Please, like, forgive me. Like, I had to save myself. And I did, you know. Okay, and, and I want you guys to know out there when you're listening, like, this crowd at the Vail Dance Festival yeah. is, um, I'm old, but I mean, there are a lot of old white people. <laughs> And it is a very conservative, ballet-driven crowd. Yeah. And you guys get a standing ovation every yeah. single... I have chills. Yeah. Every <laughs> single time you go out there. Yeah. And you win over everyone's hearts and you show them something mm -hmm. they haven't seen before in a way that they love it. And yeah. that is art. And yeah. you are a badass. Thank you, thank you. And I'm so it. happy that you're here. We're gonna do some fun dance moves. I'm gonna be better than Rob, but maybe not that much better. You know what? You, <laughs> Rob was stepping. I was finna get ready. I was finna get ready to post it right before we started this podcast. I was finna post it. Rob, because Rob was stepping. Guess. He had oh, the lemon pepper steppers on. He was going hear? crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. Well, check out our Instagram. Yeah. Tell them where they can find you. All you the can places. find me at Miles Yachts. M O Y L E S Y A C H T S. Music he needs on to all be platforms. On a yacht. Does yes. He? Yes, I do. We gotta actually, find a yacht for this guy. I actually hit up my homeboy. I was like, Yo, you bringing out the yacht when I get back to L A? He was like, You know, I might do it tomorrow, but you know what I'm saying. So I'm trying to be on the yacht, bro. <laughs> Put me on there. That's what I need. Okay, then TikTok, how do they find you? Uh, you can find me at TikTok at Miles, M-Y-L-E-S, underscore Yachts, Y-A-C-H-T-S, 901. Yes. Okay, yeah. guys. The most fun, incredible yeah. Miles Yachts. Can't Appreciate. wait to see you guys next week. Happy back to school. Yes, Hugs sir. and kisses. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's go.